0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Brews Productions proudly brings to you, it's NASCAR Podcast of the World, with Loganity, Logan Morris, the King of the Hill, Ryan Hill, and the hottest wheels in podcasting, Travis Knapper, the Red Flag Podcast. Welcome
1: to another episode of the Flag Podcast.
2: Presented to you guys by Bruce, Bruce. As I'm your host
1: here, the King of the Hill, Brian Hill. Join out when it comes to NASCAR. We, we all see different well, They see they don't like how I see, but I get tortured for an hour of getting yelled at by these two.
2: But it's time to introduce them. We got the guy who produces the show and keeps us rolling. I'm going to go with him first today to make him a little happy. Mr. Hot Wheels, Travis Knapper. How's it going, buddy? Well, it's about time. <laughs> Finally, the recognition
0: I deserve. Nah, I'm just kidding. Doing pretty good, though. Was a great Daytona. Very much enjoyed that race. Can't wait to break that entire thing down. Had a lot of entry, a lot of drama, a lot of fun stuff. The H uh, Finity race was pretty cool, too, so... Very excited to break all of that down and talk about what we're going to be expecting in Fontana.
2: Absolutely. So, and as always, my good rival, Mr. Loganity, Logan Morris himself. How's it going, buddy?
3: Well, Fee Five O from another episode has come. Ryan, always great to be with you. Apparently, I like you. but I uh, agree to be back doing this show, yes, plenty to break down from daytona five hundred. looking forward to looking forward to getting there. I'm sure there's plenty that we disagree on.
1: No, oh, I'm I'm sure there will be. I don't think that there's much when it comes to the sports that me and Mr. Logan and I we have our things that we can but Logan and I I don't think there's much to being said, we had some breaking news right before the Daytona 500. Then I'm sure put a smile on your guys' faces here as one chase five contract extension to stay with Hendrick Motorsports. Pretty sure the right was on the wall. This was going probably happen just So, what were your kind of thoughts on this
2: taking place before the Daytona 500?
0: Napper. Say that one more time. You kind of broke up just a little bit, but. I
2: was talking about how Chase
0: LA signed a five-year contract on oh. Sunday before the day. Well, probably would help if I had the rundown and actually read the rundown. I know you guys put so much work into that. Wow. Uh, My thoughts are that this is the final piece in Hendrick Motorsports that everybody was waiting for. You kind of figured it was only a matter of time before it was going to happen, but at the same time, it was kind of interesting that they hadn't gotten to it just yet. But... You also had to make sure that you knew what you were going to build around him, whether or not Larson won the title or not. This was still kind of Chase's team for the most part. So he was the final piece of the puzzle and it, it helps them to figure out what they had first and the other three drivers before they made the deal with Chase. So good on them. Five years. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot for a driver. So very excited that they got that done. And looking forward to seeing what this nine car can do for five more years with
2: this incredible Hendricks team. Can you believe he's already been in the in the league for seven seasons now? Like, no, is, I like, really can't. Yeah. It blew I my feel mind. Like it just started yesterday. It's crazy that he's already been here for seven years. But Logan, what's your thoughts on Chase Elliott's contract extension here at HMS?
3: Well, uh, what an incredible length for NASCAR. I mean, you don't you don't see. Uh, you don't you don't see five year deals too often for NASCAR. So often it's one to two, and you know we'll we'll evaluate from there. But I'm not surprised simply because we know that Chase is still the face of the organization. Yes, Kyle Larson has arguably come over and kind of taken it over in terms of driver talent and wins. But Chase Elliott is you know he's the modern day Dale Junior or Jeff Gordon in terms of being the golden boy. Uh, And so, you know, he's such an essential piece with the deals that he has and just the popularity, because can you imagine if he was a free agent? I think Mr. H would would lose his mind because he would be the most coveted free agent potentially since Dell Jr. became a free agent. Uh, It it would be incredible. Luckily, we don't have to think about that personally. I don't think that he's ever out of that car. Uh, I think that's his is till the end of time i i really do it, because he again he's just so coveted because he wins regularly enough that he kind of backs up how popular he is and then again he's so, so popular he is
1: i won't say he's as popular as dale jr or senior one but he's certainly by far the most popular guy for wrestling guys right so say the Roman Reigns is as popular as John Flash was, of those today, right? And that's kind of how it goes. So, so yeah, great move for him. Like I
3: think great move for Chase and and, and I'm like Napper. I'm excited to see what they can do because think about the stability that that fighting their guts out every year. or To um, we're all Matty D fans here. He can't find that stability for anything. And yet they can focus solely on building cars. How can we get better? They don't have to do any, any sort of uh, moving around. You just can't overstate how big that is for chase mentally and for the entire crew mentally. So a great move for Hendrick excited to see what they can do over the next several years. Yeah, I agree with you guys on this one. This was the last piece of the puzzle as Napper
2: alluded to for Hendrick motorsports. They got a really solid four group of guys here, probably, I know we touched on it a lot last year. This could be the best Hendrick Motorsports team we've ever seen, and now they got all the pieces signed together and moving forward as Chase signs his five-year deal, which is huge for, like Logan said, drivers usually don't sign this length of a contract here in NASCAR, so Chase is locked in. I think that eventually we know that he's not going out of that nine car ever. He's a Hendrick guy through and through this is just a five-year extension now that'll probably lead to another five in the future and we'll just continue to see how that goes because chase is obviously the face of hendrick motorsports right now even with the dominating season that kyle larson brought into last year but chase is nascar's most popular driver and and being at hendrick motorsports probably arguably the best team in all of nascar with the talent that they have there and with the Equipment that they bring week in and week out. So I mean, this is this is just a sure thing for Hendrick. Nice to see them get that deal done. So we'll see. I mean, Chase, like like Logan and you guys said, I mean, he backs it. He backs up with his contract with the success he has on the track. He's a champion now. He's won multiple races and multiple seasons. So
1: deserved. Not surprised this came through. So I'm looking forward to seeing. And not only with Chase, but as a whole team moving forward. And now the Daytona, tone of the wild card. And move on with how they went with last season in their dominating fashion with this really young core team that can be very dominant almost
2: anywhere we go. So, so well deserved contract extension for Chase Elliott. And we'll see what happens from here. But on Saturday, we had some racing. Finally, back. The Xfinity series is back on Saturday where they were at Daytona, and Austin Hill picks up the win in the Xfinity Series, edging out A.J.
1: Allmendinger and surviving that late race mayhem, where we saw Snyder flipping to the edge fence, tearing his car to shreds where the engine
2: was just completely laying out in the middle of the track. So, boys, what were your thoughts on this this race here in Austin Hill picking up the win and that wild crash at the end? I mean... He went straight into that fence. Michael Jordan was right there. He looked a little shocked by how it was. I don't think he's used to NASCAR getting that violent right there by him. So, what were your guys' thoughts on all this taking place here on the Xfinity Series side on Saturday night, Napper? Well, first and foremost, thank goodness that my Snyder was able to walk out of
0: that car in one piece. That, that's that's number one. The fact that that and you know we said it in group chat, and I'll say it again. That just speaks to the level of safety that these cars now possess. And unfortunately, it took tragedy to get there. But you got to give it to NASCAR and the absolute safety precautions that they have hammered home year in and year out. To make sure that these drivers are in the absolute safest possible ride that they can. While also giving the fans... As fast of a product and as exciting Of a product as they possibly can So kudos to NASCAR Very glad that my, my Snyder was able to walk Out of that car <clears throat> But I mean that speaks to what Daytona Is that that's what This kind of racing is all about Is at a moment's notice It can go Like that and you can be On Level all four tires on one In one 2nd second. second You're in the catch fence And I I get nervous every time I see a car go towards that fence, but it does make for interesting racing. It makes for an interesting time. And you you couldn't have expected even with the next-gen car that that was going to change. So it's going to be interesting to see. What's that? Oh, that's right. That was the Xfinity race. So they are still racing the same car. But even still, it's... It was interesting to see how that played out. As far as the entire race goes, I saw basically mostly what I expected. As you pointed out, Austin Hill edged out the dinger, which I think Logan and I both picked to win that race. So no real surprise there. Kind of surprised that AJ didn't get it done. But hey, credit to Austin Hill. He got it done and edged past the dinger and. Should make for an interesting, interesting Xfinity series. I think the biggest thing for me is, I think there's a lot of drivers that we're going to be keeping our eye on when it comes to the Xfinity series.
3: Okay, we'll see. Logan, what are your takes on this race? Uh, Daytona going to Daytona. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it is always nerve-wracking when you see somebody get into the catch fence i i didn't matter how many times you see it and then to see the damn engine come out of the car i mean that's just did we ever what figure out where that it?
0: went because i don't remember ever seeing it The well, engine. yeah the engine
2: i don't know where it landed but i remember seeing like the truck coming and picking it up and just carrying it away
3: yeah, and then pieces of the suspension ended up in uh, Michael Jordan's grill yeah. uh, of his of his uh, motorhome. So, yeah, that's uh, that, that's how far that went. Um, but as far as the overall race goes, uh, look, I thought it was solid racing. Uh, I felt like a genius for having a geometry up there all night. I was going to come up here and you know, I was going to, what can I tell you, boys? Getting it started just right. Ah, yeah, unfortunately, that didn't take place. uh But close enough. But uh, you know, it, good for Austin Hill. That this is why we love Daytona. The crashes uh, that are so scary are why we hate Daytona. But the wins that we see, were Austin Hill, you know, first timer. He's been in the Truck Series, but first timer for Xfinity Series, gets the W. That's that's why we love Daytona and Toddega, because it's it's the place of triumph and tragedy miracles can take place there people you've never thought could win can win uh that's that's why as a petty fan i get i mean i get hyped every daytona talladega it's i mean i i get so nervous i can barely eat because it's the place where if 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 lady luck is on your side you know it can happen but uh great to be back at daytona good for austin hill yes napper hit the nail on the head so glad my it's can away yeah, he was limping a little bit turns out he's all right gonna be good to go for fontana this weekend man but we got to keep the cars on the ground i don't know how we do that because we'll talk more about it with in a moment when we get to the cup race but we're we're over two on that on keeping the cars on the ground that's disappointing uh but other than that great race really enjoyed it damn daytona's fun ain't it
2: absolutely yeah Another another really great race. I was on a delay watching this, and I saw you guys come in through the group chat. I know Loganity did at least for sure, and said, "Wow, the engine's out of the car." And I'm just like, "Okay, well this is gonna get crazy." I'm like, "When is it coming? When is it coming?" We get to the last lap, and I'm looking like, "Man, when is this engine coming out?" I'm like, "What is this guy talking about? Is he watching a past race or something?" And then boom, mayhem ensues going into turn three on the backstretch right there in front of MJ. Uh, spot right there in the back stretch. And wow, I mean, like you guys said, I'm so thankful to see the cars that NASCAR has put together now that someone can go into the catch fence, rip their car to shreds, and still walk away limping a little bit. But I
1: mean, to go that fast and get slammed up into, into a catch fence, tap your car like that, and just walk away with the limp, and then be cleared to know that you can race the next week and incredible with how NASCAR has made these cars safe so, so I'm really happy, happy to hear my sniper is good to see him walk away but man those are the things that get people to tune
2: in everybody tunes in because they want to see the big one it's not if it's going to happen it's when is it going to happen and usually you know sometimes you get one mid race at Daytona but now it seems like a lot of guys like to play it safe and bring it on on the last lap and then that just brings mayhem out right there where everybody's trying to get to that one spot on the track that everybody wants and then this happens so i mean it was a really great race a lot of action packed throughout it and austin hill what can you say this is like we said last week and beforehand on all these restrictor plate tracks you put a name and a hat a number and a hat however you see fit and you pull it out and that guy can win this race because daytona just does that it's expect the unexpected at this race you never know who's truly going to win all the favorites are thrown out. Austin Hill wins his first race at, I believe this is he's full-time in the Xfinity Series this year. So his first full-time in the Xfinity Series winning a race here. So, I mean, kudos to him. Getting the season off to a great start. But, yeah, as you boys said, though, I mean, A.J. Allmendinger was right there. He had a very good showing in this one. I thought he was going to sneak up. I wanted to pick him, but I didn't want all three of us to pick him. So I went with teammate Hemrick who had a really good rip showing, too. I mean, he won both stages in this race, but got caught up in an incident late in the race that hindered his finish where he ends up coming across the line 28th, but that's Daytona right there. You can be in the front all day long, but I don't want to be first taking the white flag because usually those are the guys that end up in the catch fence or in some way, shape, or form. But, yeah, NASCAR is definitely,
1: even with how safe they've made these cars, they got to find a way keep these cars on the ground. And it's probably going to have to deal with some
2: horsepower possibly coming down, which is going to make a lot of NASCAR fans angry. But we got to find a way to truly make these drivers safe and keep all four wheels on the ground at whatever cost it means. But overall, like we've all said, and said it plenty of times now, really good race. Daniel Hamrick, again, he won both stages, finished 28th, getting caught up in an incident. Top five here, Austin Hill, picking up the big win at Daytona.
1: AJ Amadeer comes across the line, Noah Graxon really good start this season for him, coming in third, and Justin Allgaier comes in. so
2: Xfinity Series, they were very entertaining the past few seasons, they're starting this season off with a bang, looking forward to seeing all the new fresh faces, and like Logan, or like Napper said, I think we're going to have a bunch of different faces, I know we got the big dogs, we got the Danger, we got Hamrick, the defending champion, and Noah Graxon, but I think there's a few other faces we might have to pay attention to. As this season progresses, so we'll see who comes and steps up to challenge those three. But it's definitely going to be a fun series to watch as this season is getting underway. But boys, we had a big one on Sunday. The Daytona 500. For once, it feels like in forever. It wasn't rain shortened. We are rain delayed in some way, shape, or form. This race was good to go the whole way. Started on time finished on time. It was a lovely sight to see where Austin Cendrick. It was a weekend of the Austin's boys where Austin Sendrick edges out Bubba Wallace to win the Daytona 500 in his first Full-time Cup Series race as a Cup Series drivers first full-time Win here. So what are your guys thoughts on this Daytona 500? And now that Austin Cendrick, as a full-time driver in the Cup Series comes in and wins his first one the Daytona 500 has it changed our expectations? What are we expecting from Cindric now this season in that two-car Napper? Uh, I'll start. I'll start off with the finish of the
0: race. Um, kudos to Austin Cindric. Heck of a way to finish a race. Heck of a job getting your first Daytona 500 win in your first Daytona 500. So very, very impressive.
1: He was in the 500 last
2: year. He was in the 500 last year. He was
1: in was the
0: he? 500 last year. I thought he was.
2: Yeah, he was oh, in the 33 last right.
0: year. Okay, you're second. Whatever. Your first official Daytona 500. There, better? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's
2: <was> <laughs> true. Hey, I was excited, too. I was like, man, he won his first ever one. Then I saw the highlight of the big crash on the last lap, and I was like, he was in that Verizon yeah, 33 last year. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I kind of felt bad for Bubba. I really did. Came so close, made a great move, looked like he was going to sneak past Cindric. Couldn't get it done, though. <laughs> Um, and he was, you know, justifiably upset. I thought it was a a couple bad moves uh, by, I think what Blaney was behind or behind him or in front of him
2: behind him. Blaney was behind. I think I thought
0: he, I thought he made a couple of maybe ill-advised moves. I know he tried to pass him towards the end and got to give Austin Singer credit. He found a way to keep it, keep it straight. And at the same time, make a block. They basically put Blaney into the wall, so... Gotta give him a lot of credit for that. As far as whether or not this changes my expectations for Cindric, not really. I had a feeling he was going to win a race. I didn't think it was going to be the Daytona 500, but I thought he was going to win a race. I also think that this shouldn't really sway people that much, simply because it's Daytona... A lot of things happened in this Daytona 500. A lot of big-time players kind of got knocked out of this race over the course of the race to where I'm I'm not so sure that him winning... And I'm not trying to take away the win from him. He won the race, fair square, whatever. But as far as the overall season goes, it, I, I don't think he's going to run away with this season just because he won the Daytona 500. Anybody, as we've, you know, hammered home very, very frequently, it's anybody's race to win when it comes to races like the Daytona 500, like Talladega, so on and so forth. When you get into these big, super speedway-type races, it's anybody's guess who's going to win. Like you said, pick a name out of a hat, anybody can win it. Austin Cindric's name just happened to be the one that came out of the hat. So... Is he going to be competitive? Absolutely. He's in a great car. He's in the two car. If he'd been in the 21, that maybe would have hindered my expectation, but he's in the two car. He's in one of the premier cars for Penske, so he's going to have a great car to race with, and he's a fantastic driver. But I think we got to temper our expectations just a bit simply because it was Daytona.
1: Okay. Logan, what are your thoughts on the 500, and what's your expectations? Have they changed? Have they
2: went higher on Austin Cedric's rookie season I'll now? start
3: with the 500. Um, it, uh, Absolute chaos, Just, but just like you said, Ryan, finally, finally, there was no rain delay. Uh, there wasn't a cloud in the sky even. It was beautiful to see uh, the place just sold out every place you could be sold out it was it was incredible what a great moment for the sport they may not have another sellout the rest of the season they certainly wanted fontana fontana is well known that it doesn't draw that well for whatever reason uh and and so that was just so awesome to see uh i'm sure we're going to get into uh, a full-length talk about uh bad brad doing uh, you know man pushing in the turns we'll talk about that in a moment i'm sure but as far as Cyndric went in the day 500, what an awesome moment. Let's not forget he's Columbus, Ohio's own. Uh, the only reason that I was right. upset to see it after a while, I kinda I kind of calmed down and I went, damn, Ryan's gonna be happy. And that's disappointing. Cause he wanted to see a Penske <laughs> win for for Penske on his eighty-fifth birthday. Cool story there as well. Uh, I did not feel bad for Bob Wallace. Sorry. I just didn't. Uh those old wounds just never quite heal for me. that's that's funny how that goes. Sorry buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, he's going he, he is gonna get a 500 win he will and he'll get he'll get get a non range short win as well. He is an incredible super streetway racer. I think he's gonna go right up there with Hamlin as far as figuring out the super speedways. He gets incredible speed out of any car he's driving. Uh, the His one detriment is sometimes he can be too aggressive, but he seems to have tampered that down the last few years as far as these Super speedways go. He'll have his moment in the sun. He will. Uh, great for Cendric. Does it change my expectations? No, because as Napper alluded to, you know, it's, it's Daytona. A lot had to happen. Uh, Brad K was making everybody fly around like lotto balls back there. So that that helped out, and and just, just, anyone can win it. And that's not to take away from how historic it is. You win the most prestigious race you can possibly win. But it, I've always thought that the season really gets in full swing after Daytona. You know, let's see how he is on the on the mile and a half. So, or this week it's two miles, at at Auto Club. Let's see where he is there, and then if he continues, if he comes away with a with a of the top five, top ten. I think we can we can continue to talk about. Man, is he going to be a contender right off the bat? I think he. I, I think he will. Of course, this locks him into the playoffs already. I think he will be a contender, but uh, but I just have a hard time seeing him as a true championship contender right off the bat. We shall see. Again, interested to see what he does on the you know the mile and a half, the two mile, and that starts this week. Okay. Yeah,
2: on the Daytona
3: 500,
2: an incredible race, as Logan said. It was a beautiful day for racing. Love seeing the place sold out. Like, this was just like a huge win. It was kind of like the Clash where everything, the stars aligned perfectly for NASCAR. Seemed like the stars aligned perfectly for ones here in the Daytona 500 for NASCAR, where it was a nice sellout. Everybody was there having a great time. Had a great showing. It was a fantastic race in the Daytona 500, so, I mean... Cindric winning it was incredible i mean you guys know i was happy columbus ohio native he was my xfinity series driver all the past since he's been in that league and coming up sure i was bummed joey didn't get it done but if joey wasn't going to get it done Cindric was the next one up on my list so love seeing that happen bubba as you guys alluded to heck of a race that guy's definitely going to get another one He's just there so many times. It could be a Daytona 500, but who knows? We still have more races to go. We have a whole season ahead of us this year where he can find a way to get it done. But yeah, Bubba wears his heart on his sleeve. He does. And I think he's calmed down a little now since going to 2311 Racing here. And you can just see the emotion on his face when he lo- when he comes so close, but yet so far away. Because he was right there for a second. I thought he was going to get him. I thought he was going to get Sendrick, but... Cindric was able to get it done so great start to the season that's a second place finish I understand why you're sad in the 500 especially when you've done it already but that's nothing to hang your hat on like go ahead be happy about it Build off of that momentum and go on to Fontana this weekend and see where you go but yeah I mean this was a, a really good race good showing here I'm super happy for Cindric getting it done on Roger Penske's birthday here so that was a great birthday present for him Does it change my expectations for Sendrick? Uh, I expected Sendrick to get one done. Did I expect it to be the Daytona 500? Absolutely not. I figured that he was going to rival with Chase and Larson on some road courses because he's definitely a road course ringer. So I I thought if he was going to get one done, it was going to be one of those races. But it's nice to see him get one out of the way It all, but ensures his spot in the playoffs unless something crazy happens like last year and we get to get more than 16 different winners. I know we were close last year, didn't get it done, but. That's the only way that he doesn't mathematically make it, but it seems like a pretty lock for Sendrick to make the playoffs here. But no, I think he's in, he's in great equipment. He's in Penske's equipment, and he's in a two-car, so I think he's just going to probably pick up where Brad Kay left off, and I think he's going to get a couple wins this season. I don't think this rate winning this makes him a favorite for the Cup, but I definitely think that he can make some noise when we get into the playoffs. So like Logan said... I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit as as truly happy for him as i was to see him win the 500 i want to see what he's going to do on the cup level moving forward on these mile and a half two miles and i'm right re- i'm really excited to see what he can do and how he can challenge those hendrick boys on these road courses moving forward but we'll see very special moment for Hendrick getting this done martin truex jr he got both Stage wins still comes across the line thirteenth. He got caught up in a wreck there, and still just kept going. So I mean, really nice rebound for him. Top five is Austin Syndrick, Bubble Wallace second, Chase Briscoe third, Ryan Blaney fourth, Eric Almirola fifth. But I know Nat, I know Logan touched on it, so I want to touch on that a little bit now too and get Napper's thoughts. But Brad K being a little over aggressive maybe in this five hundred at times when he didn't need to be. I know one came right there when it was the end of stage one on that last lap where he ends up making contact with Harrison Burton, which ends up eventually putting Burton up into the air and taking out some big big players here. Denny Hamlin was involved in that one, William Byron. Harrison Burton obviously was in it. Uh, Kyle Busch, even though he was able to rebound. And then there was the other one. Uh, Who did Brad spin around that time? Oh, was it Ricky Stenhouse? I think it was Stenhouse. He he got him into the wall too late in that race with about ten to go. So Brad, he's usually the one that's really mad about being pushed to that limit. Yet he seemed okay with what he did. He felt like he didn't do too. He didn't push him too hard or anything that he wouldn't want to be done to him. So is this a little hypocritical of Brad, or is this just Super Speedway racing and we're going for it? Napper, what were your thoughts on the Brad Keselowski? Situation, oh, it's always been man? hypocritical of Brad because this is br- who Brad is. It's who he's always
0: been. I don't know why anybody's shocked that he was pushing that hard in the first place. But the the, the funny it. thing I will <laughs> say is this. Stenhouse has no room to talk. He is just as reckless as Brad is when it comes to these kinds of races. He may have kind of tapered off a little bit, but Stenhouse has always, for the most part, had a knack for being a little bit reckless when it comes to super speedway races. So him getting a little bit miffed at Brad for being the same way is eh, in my book, a little bit hypocritical all in itself. But as far as the overall driving of Brad, it, it's who Brad is. You can't change it. I don't think he ever will. It, it sucks because it's taken out. It took out a lot of good drivers, um, I had him on my fantasy team so I was a little bit happy that he managed to survive his own stupidity but hey it, it yeah. is what it is he took out some of my drivers so I was I wasn't the happiest camper with him either <coughs> but yeah definitely hypocritical and you know you just you got to live with it and if you if you want to take out revenge on him go for it but it, it it's really depending on what you're willing to do if you're willing to take that sacrifice, by all means, go ahead, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Get you some revenge. Go right for it. But all in all, a little bit of, of it, I think, is that kind of racing, especially with the new car still trying to figure out, you know, what's effective bumping, what's not effective bumping. We've clearly kind of gotten a decent sample size of that, I think, thanks to Brad. So I guess thanks for helping us out there, buddy, but
2: we'll see. Logan, what's your thoughts on this?
3: I, I wasn't so upset at the Stenhouse incident as I was the Burton incident, and I'll tell you why, the timing. Uh, I tend to go, you got to go. You got to put yourself in that spot, and, and let's be honest, everyone loses more of these races than they win even the best at him like Denny Hamlin, right? You got to take some risk and you you take some risk and it either puts you in the spot you want to be in or you end up, you know, checkers or records as they say. So I wasn't so upset at that as much as it affected that Jones boy. And I'll I'll tell you what, I was slamming the hell out of this desk. Uh, I might've said a few choice words about uh, Mr. Brad Kay, but that had to get my emotions in check. He was, Let's just say that if I'd have went if I, if i'd have, if i'd have, if I'd have passed away after that race, there's no way I'm getting into heaven boys. Hey, there's no way uh because it got it got ugly in here uh, but anywho, after some time to reflect in retrospect' because I was mad, I'm not so upset at that. I am upset at that at the Harrison deal because that was just the end of stage one, and yes, it might be the one point that settles. You making it, not making it? When we talk in in, in twenty five weeks here, God, I can't imagine that much of you, Ryan. But we're gonna try, uh, and plus another ten for playoffs. I know, one of my, I clearly don't care enough about my man- my mental health. But so that's the way I look at it. Is is I I don't understand why you're putting a rookie in that spot, pushing in the corner. Uh, look, yes, Harrison's you know competed in two or few races before. but he only has one under his belt in the cup level in Talladega last year with uh, he was in that Gaunt Brothers ride. And I just don't think you put a rookie in that spot. The Stenhouse thing, look, 10 to go, you got to go. Because personally, I think waiting until two to go is pretty dull on everybody's part because when you're making all these moves, you can run out of time. Yes, Daytona and Talladega are huge, but two to go is still two to go at that point it's like top four, yeah. top five is the only guys that really have a shot. And so, so I think, so, so I'm not, I'm not so upset at that. Uh, right, this is who, who Brad is, but, but, uh, but let's be honest. Don't we all wish our drivers were a little more like Brad or in the super speedways? ways yet. It, no, he hasn't won a day on the 500, but you know, you catch him at Talladega. He's certainly a favorite. He's certainly a favorite. He's certainly someone to contend with. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Frankly, he just doesn't get lucky enough because there is some luck involved. Yes, a lot of skill. Don't get me wrong, but there is some luck involved. Uh, so yeah, as much as it is who Brad is, Brad's trying to make a big splash with his team, his brand, his brand new team that he now owns. I get, I get the, I get being upset about it. I do believe me. I was mad in a hornet, but we have to remember, uh, Brad. Uh, Brad isn't out there to make friends. Brad's out there to win and compete for his team, his sponsors. That's it. And frankly, if more drivers had that mentality at Daytona and Talladega, maybe there'd be a few more wins. Maybe our guys would be a little happier. You know, I don't know. You know, that's just something to consider. Just something to consider. Well, I will say, Joey is
2: very aggressive on all the tracks that he goes to. So I know my driver is pretty aggressive and, so what makes him hated, but
1: yeah, I sure know, do.
2: he's not one <laughs> he's not one that's gonna go back really and complain about the push. He he knows how it is. Brad, on the other hand, we've seen him complain. And Logan, I know you touched on it where you're like, I'm okay with him going with it with 10 to go, but you know, not okay with him pushing as aggressive as he was at the end of stage one. I, I agree to an extent with the last 10 lap one but only because it's Brad and Brad has gotten mad on how he's been pushed on the last lap of the race, as opposed to how he's pushing with 10 to go. So I understand I want my driver and I would to push like that with 10 to go It's Daytona 500. And like you said, don't wait till two to three to go because now you really hurt your chances to get up there. But the only issue I have with that is it's Brad and how we've heard him in past interviews with this is absolutely ridiculous. This is how we're racing. Can't believe like NASCAR once again is putting us in this spot. It's just an ongoing saga with Brad. And then this year, he flipped the script and decided he was the one doing it all. So it was definitely hypocritical. I, I'm glad I'm in a position where he's out of Team Penske. And I don't have to really – I don't have to root for him anymore. So I can root against Brad and tell, us, tell everybody how, how we really feel about Brad. But, yeah, I wasn't sad to see him not get the win. I wish he would have been taken up in one of those incidents. Sorry, Napper. I know he was on your team. I He was on my team too, so. That makes you feel better. I had him because I knew he was going to be a player in this race. But, you know, I just want Brad to be be honest about it. Like, if you want to be the aggressor, be the aggressor. Don't complain, though, when the aggressor is pushing you and maybe it leads to you in an incident. Just just keep it even the whole time. And don't, don't bounce back and forth to fix whatever helps fit your narrative for that week. So, we'll see. But, real quick... Thoughts on this next-gen car after the Daytona 500? We've had the clash. We've had qualifying. We've had some practice. We've had the duels. And now we've had the actual Daytona 500 with all the cars on the track. What are our thoughts? Is it still a really, really good thing for NASCAR? Do they have some issues? Are there things that need to be fixed? I'm
0: sure there's still some issues that need to be fixed. We saw some issues on pit row with tires not really getting put on the way they probably should. So there's a, there's a few little things that they've got to clean up but a, as far as an overall performance I I saw nothing overly wrong that I think is in dire need of fixing um except for maybe the the tire issues it, it did seem like <clears throat> they were they were having a little bit more issues with you know cars breaking down a little quicker but I still, I think it's too small of a sample size to really gauge it. Once we see what they what it looks like in Fontana, I think you'll get a better idea. But I didn't see anything that was glaringly horrible. Okay,
3: Logan, what's your thoughts on this Overall, car so bro, far? Very pleased, but damn it, we got to get these tires figured out. I don't know what that was, but they were—I mean—they were popping off and. Uh... You know, a, a, as DW used to say, he picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. I thought that was over, <laughs> and then by God, the Daytona 500 said no. Nope. First pit stop, like the first cycle,
2: the tires just rolling. I'm like, well, this is this issue is just coming this back. This
3: is an absolute cluster muck. Uh, I don't mean muck but yeah whatever's going on there we got to get that figured out fast because uh justin healy just lost his crew chief for four races because of it and that's a that's a huge deal to not have your person top of the box for the next four races that's setting you way back if you're trying to make a, a sneak run into the playoffs that's not how you start uh for the money team kaz Grala, that's not that huge of a deal because they're only i think attempting the super speedways anyway maybe i'm wrong no they said they're going to attempt coda uh now but still that's a little ways away um uh, right. yeah i just we got to get that figured out other than that i'm pleased and again we got to keep the cars on the ground as cool of a visual as harrison burton coming straight for someone's hood looks it's not safe it's not cool uh but thank god that harrison burton is a-okay uh you can tell he wanted to say a lot of bad things about brad but because he's a rookie he went uh, i'm gonna represent my sponsors well. Uh but yeah. Keep, keep them on the ground, um, get these wheels figured out. Uh, that's a that's a cluster. Uh, what do you think on that? I knew you ship with Wally. What do you think?
1: Yeah,
2: I, I at first, you know, we were talking about it. It the car looks sharp. It looks really good out there. The numbers are growing on me being where they are. But overall, I mean I think the car looks nice. I think it really raced well, put on a good show. My issue is the tires with you guys. That's my biggest thing is I don't know, did we put too much rim on these tires and not enough tire? Because, I mean, we saw, A, we'll touch on, like you, like you said, the tires are falling off, even off a of pit road. I thought that problem was gone, but it's still going on. My issue is, is how easy, like, these tires pop. Like, I mean, I know you guys weren't sad to see it, but Joey's whole day was ruined. He, he spun out, and all four tires popped, and he can't get going because... There's nothing there. He's just on all rims, and he's just spinning in circles. And now he loses three laps, and his race is over, and he doesn't have a lick of damage to that car. So, I mean, to have your whole Daytona 500 ruined just because you got four flat tires because you went for a spin, I, I think that's something NASCAR really has to figure out is why are these tires doing this so fast? Because we saw it happen multiple times, but the one that truly stuck out to me, obviously, would be the Joey Logano incident. Like, that just sucks. Like, that ruined the whole day for the team for the 22 team and he had a really strong car just to have it ruined by all four tires popping and now can't go nowhere it was just the worst spot too for it to happen i just think something's got to change with these tires i don't maybe they got to go to a smaller rim to try and help out i don't know they're just they're really big that that they are they definitely the tires grew for this next gen car but man we got to figure something out. And then, like you said, just keeping the cars on the ground. We we had the one incident, one too many, but like you said, thankfully he was safe and able to walk away. So Harrison Burton, he was having a strong run too, even though it was just stage one. You can tell he was going to be a player in this race had that not happened. But overall, I think it's a win for NASCAR. Just some minor tweaks, but that tire one is definitely something to watch out for moving forward and hopefully NASCAR something now. I don't know how much they can do with the season getting started now, but we'll see. We've seen them test some things out during the year. We've seen them test things out on all-star races, too. So if this is something that they want to try and look at and possibly get it fixed, they got some chances moving forward. But overall, good car for the race. I thought we they put on a really good show. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But Daytona 500. You guys got any final thoughts here moving forward? Great race. Car looked great. Glad we had clean weather for it. And already looking forward to the 500 next year, even though we got a whole season ahead because the 500 is just, it's the Super Bowl NASCAR. So much fun to watch. Well, now we shift gears here as we look ahead to the Auto Club Speedway. And speaking of that, we'll start off with the King of the Hill weather report for Auto Club. And, boys, Looks like we might have another beautiful weekend here for NASCARs. It looks like we're going to be about 69 degrees and sunny on Saturday for the Xfinity Series race. And then on Sunday, we're going to be 71 degrees and a little partly cloudy, but everything is clear to go for NASCAR out at Auto Club Speedway. So, looks like we're going to start the year off two for two, boys. Loving, Loving seeing that Mother Nature can stay away. So
3: stay far far Absolutely. away uh you know now that races are moving to, to usa network this year because nbc uh, sports network shut down how mad is Vince McMahon going to be when a sunday race gets postponed a to a monday and might conflict with raw he's going to be fighting god <laughs> like you know like the old simpson thing old man yells at the clouds exactly he's going to be madder in hell maybe, maybe.
2: Event, he's gonna try and put his magic in and work work gig yeah. here with Mother Nature. He'll put her in a match at WrestleMania or something if that happens.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be, be McMahon versus God round two.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Right now, McMahon, he's good. He doesn't have to worry about that. One right of the one ca- but... of the
0: cars will eventually be sponsored by the Money in the Bank briefcase.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, good weather first two weeks of nascar hopefully we can keep this streak alive for as long as we can because as we said the only red flag we want to see is the red flag on this podcast here so now we move into the home stretch here boys we need predictions for xfinity series at fontana here so logan i'll come to you who's your winner for the xfinity series
3: i'm gonna go a little outside of the box uh, I'm going to go with a man that's uh, running part-time for Gibbs this year. I'm going to go with Trevor Bain. Uh, you know, he says he's come to the Xfinity Series with Gibbs to win races. Let's see if he can get it started and do just that, and I think he can. I'm going to go Trevor Bain. Knapper, who you got? I'm going to go with the guy that won stage one and stage two of the
0: Daytona 500 and then had a bad, unfortunate accident that took him out of it. I'm going to go Daniel Emmerich.
2: Okay. okay. I'm going to go with Noah Gregson. I think that he's going to built off of a solid top five finish in, in Daytona and put that nine-car victory lane early this season so he doesn't have to worry about it too long as the season progresses and we get closer to playoff time. So Noah Gragson, probably the most popular driver in the Xfinity Series, gets it done early on this year. Now, Cup Series, we need a kiss of death and a winner, uh, Napper.
0: Uh, As far as my kiss of death goes, I think I'm going to go Brad Kay. He kind of feels like he deserves it for a week. Uh, As far as a winner goes, uh... (laughs) let's see. I'm going to take... I'm going to take... Oh, God, that's hard. I'll take Larson just for the...
2: For the giggles. There we go. Good pick. I mean, he he, he loves riding the high line, so we'll see if he gets back up to it. We didn't have this track last year on the schedule, so we're back to it this year. For the that, last that, time, that's too.
0: why my brain was like, racked?
2: was like, God, who was so good at this track? I don't remember.
3: Exactly. All right. Love kiss of death and a winner this weekend. All right. I'm not going to lose sight of the grand admission here. Boys, unlike Mr. Napper. Yes, we can be a little upset, a little peeved, if you will. A little miffed is the word he used earlier. Big League word, by the way, Napper at Brad Cable. Let's not lose sight of what's important. The kiss of death has to go to Kyle Bush. This is one of his best tracks. Let's do what we can here and come together. We don't want to see that. Anybody I but saw him. We... You're not. Rush, you just thought about it.
2: He is very good here.
3: Yeah, he's scary good here. He's very <laughs> and scary. And you gave him even a 30 minute practice session. I mean,
0: would it would it be weird uh-huh. to say if I said he probably he kind of hasn't even really been on
3: my radar? Like, I haven't even thought about Kyle Bush. The, the devil's greatest trick was convincing you he didn't exist. It's just what he wants you to say. <laughs> he's still there, he's still out there. Kiss a death ghost to Kyle Bush. Eat that guy. All right. As far as a winner goes, it's tough to predict. Uh, Alex Bowman won this race in 2020. Uh, Of course, we just talked about how Kyle Busch is so good here. I wouldn't pick him if my life depended on it. Uh, I'm going to go a guy that's won here before, but it's been a while. Uh, He's a veteran. I'm going to go Kurt Busch. I'm going to say he gets the 45 in victory lane. He he runs very well here overall, but but this is pretty wide open. If you can if you can beat Kyle Bush, and if you can beat Kyle Larson, it's anybody's ball game. Uh, if those two falter for whatever reason, maybe tires continue to bumble. I don't know. But if you, those two had to be the heavy favorites, uh, so if so, if you can get past them, then I think you're talking about Kurt Bush. and so I'll take uh we'll call them 45 for the week
2: sounds good definitely someone to watch out for one of the bush guys could get it done this weekend at least it would be kurt all right my kiss of death i'm gonna kind of go along the lines that napper did it it might not have necessarily been his fault but he was the one who initially caused the accident which ended up ruining joey's day i'm gonna go tyler reddick hey it's not the first time that he's caused an incident to ruin joey's day so i want to get him back this weekend and give him my kiss
3: because he's riding high with that new sponsor
2: yeah, he is. That, that, <laughs> the eight looked nice on Reddick's car this past weekend. But he's my kiss of death this weekend. It's For my winner, I'm, I'm going to go to the Hendrick Bunch. I think the Chevys are going to be good this weekend. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman, like like Logan said. I think this is a f- track that suits him well, his style. So I think Alex Bowman gets it done. And I thought he had one here before. In two, uh, back in 2020 it was his first win i believe either first or second one of them so yeah i'm going with bowman as well here getting it done i believe this is the final race on this configuration of this track so thank you because i this is not one of the fun tracks to watch i'm excited to see it get cut down to a short track or a mile track whatever they're doing but looking forward to that and putting this one behind us because this one can definitely get to bean. A little bit of a snooze fest. But we'll see how these next-gen cars do with it. So, boys, that's our prediction segment here. What are our final thoughts? And real quick, I know I didn't put it on the rundown, but with the final thoughts, what were your guys' thoughts on our first week in this fantasy thing we got going on here in NASCAR? How do you guys feel it went? Is it something interesting, fun to keep going up with? What are your thoughts?
0: Now? Oh, I always love fantasy Um, when it comes to – sports it's fun i enjoy it i can actually keep up with it now since i'm not jumping back and forth between two jobs so it was kind of fun i like the I, especially with nascar i like that you can move your uh, garage driver until the third stage i like that that's really cool that really oh, was centric
2: was in my garage and then I moved him after bowling. Oh, it
0: taken helped out. me because I had to keep moving people in and out of that garage because cars kept going to the garage because I had Denny and then I had like a couple others that got swept so, up in those wrecks. So I was like, ah, crap. So who do I swap that guy out for? And that guy out for it's It was chaos. But no, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So we might- have uh, Wally. You got something to say?
2: Yeah, I had a real quick question for you about that. You said you kept swapping drivers in your garage. Does that mean your driver in your garage you can actually swap for a completely different driver? Or is that your five guys and that's who you're working with? So you
0: can swap out your garage driver for one of your five guys, and then your garage driver doesn't count towards your total.
2: Right, but you can't swap swap the the garage driver for someone that's not in your five.
0: But I kept Gosh, moving. Okay. Like I thought you were saying, like, I had De- I had Denny, them. I had he- uh, Hemrick, and like a couple others. But then I saw Denny went back to the garage, so I moved him to the garage, and I moved Hemrick into my five. And then I think something else happened. I was like, well, can I move Denny back in? And maybe he'll get me some points. it was it was, it was chaos, but it was fun. I enjoyed it, and having Wally in, it's going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> and then you guys, and like I said, we'll try to keep up with it. I'll try to make graphics for how everybody's doing. I like the picks. You can make picks, uh, bonus picks for some bonus points. That helped me. I got three of those right, so that was cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it.
2: All right, Logan, what final,
1: Logan? Thoughts what you think?
3: final thoughts on what did you think about the uh, fantasy? Well, I'm in last, so we're off to an inauspicious start. Oh, that make you smile, right? That make <laughs> you <laughs> smile, you goofy bastard. That makes you happy?
1: <laughs> Look,
3: uh, but I am okay with playing fantasy for one reason, one reason alone, because I'm looking forward to you two ponying up at a wing joint right around Thanksgiving, and I'm going to run you up a bill like you've never seen. You do it. I'm going to do it. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to bouncing back in a big way at Fontana. Uh, because Daytona didn't go away, but that's okay. That's a okay. That's Daytona. It happens. But I intend to be number one. I intend to win Fontana, and uh, we'll start with the graphics here soon. And again, you'll be smiling. You'll be smiling right around Thanksgiving when you're paying for me a mess of wings, and then probably having to take me to the hospital because I had so many. I gotta go get a stint. Uh, looking forward to that. Going to be going to be a gr- that'd be great bonus content for the Red Flag podcast. It will. It, it really will but hey we got we got practice we got qualifying saturday back to back pretty quick so we'll get a better idea of what to expect at least a quick 35 minute session i know i'll be dialed in for that hopefully ryan won't be dialed in for that so i don't have to deal with him napper i hope you're dialed in for that because i like you i'll try both. but we got prizes we got qualifying and i'll be hitting you gentlemen up because ryan i have a problem i can't quit you um, it's, it's really an issue looking forward to discussing more racing all week long by the way breaking news ryan newman is joined srx full time this season happy about that the rocket man is going to race somewhere uh let's hope let's hope he dominates that damn thing
2: yeah i think i saw that he's he's full-time in it waltrip's full-time in it biffle and labani are all full-time in it so it's gonna be fun to try and get up with that but yeah overall like we said great racing at daytona we always look forward to the super speedways they're so chaotic you never know what's going to happen so it it was a lot of fun looking forward to like like logan said i always feel the same way the nascar season doesn't truly start till after daytona so we're seems like a fresh slate even though we have points already set in stone here but it feels like a fresh slate the season's about to get underway going into auto club this weekend but no fantasy wise it was a lot of fun it was something i haven't, haven't done yet and it was it was definitely different had to make that garage pick after bowman got taken out made a great great swap there with Cindric getting the win so logan you keep looking up at me right there as i'm i'm, I'm number one right now really good weekend at um daytona there so thank thankfully he's muted and i didn't have to hear what he said but <laughs> you are number one to me buddy number 1. <laughs> Thanks buddy. But yeah, overall it was fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, don't forget guys, set your lineups. I I got mine in today. Might make some changes, but right now, I'm liking what I got. So, it was a lot of fun. Once again, glad to be back with you boys talking NASCAR, even though I I know how much he d- despises me Mr. Logan and he does, but why we keep coming back he, he just can't get enough of me i'll just man. say this
0: as long as somebody other than ryan wins this thing i'll be happy because i've lost to him once wow. already in some sort of fantasy scoring thing i can't lose to him twice i lost to him at ramp, rapid fire picks on the buckeye bro show i cannot lose to him a second time
2: as a champion i can't do it Glad you mentioned the rapid-fire picks. I have to dust off the old championship belt and wear it tonight since it'll be my first time back since then. But, yeah, thank you for that reminder. <laughs> but, no, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. It definitely adds a different element. Got to make sure Luke Kaczynski gets his lineup set. Sad Cody didn't join in with us, but it is what it is. But, overall, looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting to Auto Club. So, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Red Flag Podcast presented to you guys by Bruiser Nation Productions. I am your host, the King of the Hill, Ryan Hill, joined as always by the NASCAR Buds here, Mr. Loganity, Logan Morris, and Hot Wheels, Travis Snapper. And like I said, this is the Red Flag Podcast, and we will see you guys at the next track.